we are here. I am Nefi, and with me is, of course, the Boon. Um, and we are here for the spoop yet again. This time for March, we had Kaiju. That was Indy's pick. Um, and in case you're not familiar, and this is your first time tuning in, uh, we both pick a movie um, from a spe- from a genre that we've picked. And um, then we breed them against each other using points and systems and categories that we've decided <laughs> merit it. So, and um, we have fun while we do it. And I think at the end of the day, that's what matters. All right. So, you picked Kaiju. Um, to start, we will be going over uh, the um, 1969 Yongeri Monster from the Deep, which was a uh, Cor- uh, South Korean release. Uh, in relation to the release of Godzilla. Uh, and then we have Gamera, Guardian of the Universe, which is, you know, I'm pretty sure if you know who Godzilla is, um, you know who <laughs> the spinning turtle who befriends all children is, I hope. Um, but he came out in 1995. And um, surprisingly enough, Gojira is not on this list. I know it's a shocker. But uh, we are here yet again, because uh, we can't stay away from these big monsters, let's be honest, um, to watch them destroy tiny cities and, and disrupt lives. And of course, the, the inevitable, very intriguing political commentary that goes alongside it. Um, but I am very much excited because I like watching grown adults stomp around in monster suits. Amongst tiny cities. Mm-hmm. Um, but our first movie of the night, Young Gary Monster from the Deep, uh, was my pick. And um, yeah, I, I'm really interested to see what you think. Because I had a blast with this. <laughs> <laughs> I had such a blast. Everything, like, I'm aware. it. Be, like, and I, I thought the most interesting thing was, was that it was, so it was, it was directed by Kim Kidyuk, which I'm sorry if I have mispronounced that. I, I tried to look up the pronunciation the best that I could. Um, I, <clears throat> I don't know how, like, super accurate it tends to be, but uh, the couple of times I've had to, like, wanted help pronouncing a name, I've literally typed into Google, like, how to pronounce the, like, and then write the name. And there, <clears throat> it pulled up some site that, like, actually pronounced it. Oh, that's really and like cool. played a played a recording of like how it's supposed to be pronounced. How now, accurate? It... How accurate the machine is? I don't know, but I was like, okay, this is at least oh. like if I'm wrong, blame the machine. I tried looking <laughs> up like actual like breaking down the name because I'm aware yeah. that the um, <clears throat> the robots really do not relay inflection properly. Granted, neither does reading it but I, I i'm trying the best that i can yeah um that was just uh, one but, thing that i i stumbled onto i'm like okay it's kind of it, it's helpful to like get me in the ballpark yeah it, it really is um but i i think the biggest thing the cool thing that i found is um the the film was a, a south korean japanese co-production mm-hmm. um between an entertainment company that i i I'm not even going to try and pronounce it because I'm pretty sure I'm going to mess it up. And the, uh, I, I believe it's Tioe company. Um, 
but it, it, it's really cool because it was it was produced to to rival Godzilla, Gojira from from yeah. you know to the point where they they use the same <clears throat> effects and everything. Um, but I mean, nonetheless, I don't care that it's that it's a, that it's basically a, a reta- like um, Korea's. Uh, I don't want to say retaliation, but response. Well, rip, it's like Godzilla ripoff. Or, but I or... liked it. I yeah, still yeah, it. I still enjoy it. I have it. no issues with it. Like the more, honestly, the more it's adorable. you stomping around, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Like, right? I was just a big fan. I mean, Gamera also a Godzilla ripoff. Like, yes. So. Um, I just, I, I just really enjoyed, um, first of all, the dub, uh, was, 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 was glorious. It didn't <laughs> fit, but, well, I mean, it fit, but like it, it didn't fit. Uh, right. but it just, it didn't take away in my opinion from the experience. No, cause again, it, it's, it's a weird thing that I kind of realized, well, like I've known, but like I realized it again watching these <clears throat> and I think it was specifically on Gary when I was like had the revelation where it's like they're like i'm not dumb i mean sometimes i am but like traditionally i'm not dumb so like i know that like it's just a dude in a suit stomping on toys Mm -hmm. but there's apparently just enough of you know the the child mind left inside my my cynical old man body that when I watch these movies, like, I don't care how hokey it is. Like, I, I believe that that is a giant monster stomping on a real city. Like, my my suspension of disbelief just, like, immediately kicks in. I'm like, this is, yep. Yeah, that's a giant monster, dude. Like, it's it's stomping. That's it. That's, that's, a, that's a real tank it's getting stomped on. Like, the, there's all, like, it's not, like, completely, like, I know... It's, you know, models and stuff like that. But, like, for the context of the movie, like, I just give in. I'm just like, yep. No matter how oh, how campy or cheesy the costumes are, I'm just like, yeah, that's the monster, dude. Oh, see, I don't care that they're campy or cheesy. I love when it's genuine, like, models and a man in a suit or a um, animatronic in a suit or whatever. Like, yeah. I like when it's the practical effects still because... Oh, I yeah, am, for um, sure. I am immensely wowed by... Um, just just tiny mini like how good they do like because there's a lot of really cool things that they did in that that wouldn't have been possible. I mean, no, there were some cool, yeah, there they, were some cool they, uh, practical like shots. Yeah, like shitting, uh, shitting, shooting the dude into space. Uh, uh I don't remember that specifically. Like I remember they shot him in the space. Yeah, I remember they did did that, but I don't remember like the effects being like. Oh, I mean, it was just a little tiny rocket against like oh, the back yeah. screen where the lights were poked through. Yeah, but like for sixty seven, and, and again, it still looked really cool. I buy that that is a real spaceship in space. Like I buy it. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm just I'm just in wonder by how creative they got with. I'm yeah. I'm in love with the creativity of kaiju movies oh yeah the reason why i think i kind of like like lord of the rings and stuff like that is anything that involves a little bit of like camera trickery and like some real practical effects yeah i'm i'm always in for it like i don't have to be i don't have to believe it i'm just amazed that all the hard work went towards it yeah no i buy in 
Like mm-hmm. I, I know how it's made. Like I, I know, I know the tricks. I've seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure. All right, like that was the. What do you mean Santa Claus isn't real? Moment for me when he breaks into the Godzilla backlot and it's just guys in suits smashing models <laughs> with cameras Aww. pointed at him. I've but never like, seen but like, even that, I, I was just like that segment of of that movie. I was like, for for that little moment, I was like, no, no, no. Pee Wee Herman is now two hundred feet tall, and he's just in a Godzilla movie. <laughs> like that, that's just how this is rolling, <laughs> as far I, as I I'm would concerned. Let you have it. I wouldn't break that. Um, Why would you break that? Yeah, but yeah, so I'm just like, yeah, okay, that, and like, if, if anything, like, knowing how it's done, and that, like, it is just, like, people in suits, like, smashing models, and, like, with little mm-hmm. pyrotechnics and stuff, like, makes it cooler. It really does. Because, like, that's gotta be such a, like, I'm sure, like, wearing the suit is just, like, miserable and hot and just, like, strenuous as fuck, but, like, at the end of the day, you get to dress up as a giant monster and, like, step on tanks, like. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, and you know if they're still <laughs> doing it nowadays, they've definitely made it better. Yeah, yeah, there's probably... Yeah, I remember at... I think it was one of the Megacons we went to, there was a dude that had made, like, a full-body Space Godzilla costume. Mm, um, mm-hmm. Which looked awesome. And, uh... the He had built into it, like, fans and, like, maybe some kind of AC unit. To stay cool while inside of it. But unfortunately, like, when I saw him, he was only, like, half of a space Godzilla. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, my, my fan's broke. So it is miserable in there, so I'm taking a break. I'm like, fair enough. So, like, yeah, if, if like, a fan can, like, build that with fans in it, I'm sure, like, the official ones, like, I would hope they have fans in them at the very least. I hope so. But, no, like, I, I just... I'm in love with, I, I figured out why I like the kaiju movies so much. It's just, it, it really is like, well, I'm sorry. At least the ones um, from Japan so far, they just really do. They fill me with that wonder. They, they took the toys that I grew up with mm-hmm. and they were able to take those toys and, and take a little toy city and they were able to do what was in my head and put it on screen. Right. Yeah, because it's it very come to life with fire and you know and and it's just great, which is why I'm okay. I don't have to suspend my disbelief. Like in that regard just simply be like I don't know for me it's just it's like, "Oh man, my toys are actually like coming to life." Like not right. that I had Godzilla toys growing up. I wish I did. <laughs> but I did not. No, I, I did had not. Many. No, I still I have I had... many. I <laughs> I think I had a like a, a Furby. I, that's like the one toy I remember, and that is the one toy that will forever freak me out. Yeah. Mm-mm. But I, I I just I really enjoyed the kid. The kid was the kid was a bad. Oh, the, the kid was a bad. That kid, like, he's the worst gift giver ever. Mm. I I got a light ray that made my aunt and uncle super itchy. As a wedding gift. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's a prankster. Yeah, it's like, it's highly experimental. You probably just gave them cancer. Stop. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the worst gift. Like, what are you doing? I, I, like, I He's like, yeah, I got, isn't, that, isn't that such a cool wedding gift that I got them? I'm like... No. 
this kid is like it, it he can't for for many reasons but i'm like i feel like this kid is going to grow up and he's going to become the um the dude from the beginning of the itsy bitsy movie that comes to give bruce davison the gift of the spider egg and he like proceeds to like go go into deep exposition which just reinforces the point that he doesn't understand how gift giving works and what a good gift is <laughs> it was you the know? same energy <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> But he was fine. I mean, he was out there like, like the other. I love the kid because like the kid like goes and like starts creeping on the monster at at the mm-hmm. oil refinery, and then somehow the kid just like knows how to work an oil refinery. Okay. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's he's eating all the gas. I know what to do, and he just starts pulling levers and shit. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, he's 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 smart. He, yeah, apparently. Either that or he just got damn lucky. <laughs> Maybe I mean, he. It, I honestly, fully believe he had no idea what he was doing. He was just like, oh, I'll do this. This'll help. But he was just like spinning random wheels. Right. Not knowing what the hell they did. <laughs> uh, I also particularly loved um, the news reporter photographer guy in the military jeep who gets the photo of the monster initially and is like holy shit holy shit there's a monster and then like two seconds later for like no discernible reason the jeep just drives off a cliff and explodes right and then and then in the next scene somehow that motherfucker lived (laughs) Right? I was just like, I'm sorry, what? I was like, I, I, I was like, oh, alright, he just drove off of a cliff, I guess. Well, plus two to the kill counter, and then the next scene he shows up all beat to shit with photographs, and I'm like, what? <laughs> he fucking lived? How? Well, I mean, he died. No, he didn't. He was there yeah, he in the next scene. Did he die oh, eventually? He died when he came in. He died after handing off the camera. What? Yeah, I did not dying. see that. Yeah, he, met, like, I thought like, he just like he mentioned it. Oh, did he? Yeah, I guess so. They're like, there's nothing we can do for him now. Oh, I missed that. But maybe, still, I the don't fact know. Maybe that like that's what I thought because that was just so rushed over. It was it, so much of this was so random. Mm-hmm. Like, there were chunks of plot missing, um, which is why I, I did, like, a little peek at the wiki. So, was that something you had found as to, like, one of the reasons why it's so, the editing is so jank? There really wasn't a whole bunch on it. So, well, what it is, it, well, actually, yes. Um, so, the the... Everything that we have in and like why it's dubbed and not subbed, yeah, um, is because it's 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 everything's based on the English version, and that's because the original Korean version is considered partially lost. Oh, I thought it was fully lost. Um, like they sent because because why I don't know I don't know how deep you went into it. 
So I didn't get to go super, super deep into it because, um, like, like what it would have required is it would have required me to uh, listen to the audio commentary by uh, Steve Rifle and Kim Sung Ho. Um, but I did not have the time this week to do uh, that when I found it. Yeah, oh. it was an extra like hour and 20 minutes to listen to and take notes. And I wish right, I would have right. had the time, but work was Oh, I thought I thought I just found it on the. Where did I? I, don't, I think I, I just couldn't found find it on, the on the wiki. I found I found like the mention of it, and that's where I was looking into it. But like the the actual thing is, um, it's a audio com. It's mentioned in an audio commentary, right? Um, that it was partially lost, and like I think they go into more details as to why. Yeah, but well, they don't really. So according to the little bit on on the wiki, um, when uh, they they the original production company sold the film to American International Pictures uh, to release it in America, and when because they they didn't really have a lot, the producers didn't have like a lot of experience with doing this sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. they shipped all the original negatives and sound elements instead of instead of like copies mm. to the to the international sales agent. So at that point, the the original footage just got lost. Oh, so the AIP English dub version is the only version that exists. Mm. Uh which that because that that's what like I was watching. I'm like, wow, this is jumping around a lot, and I feel like there's plot elements missing. But of course, it's the English dubbed version, so like the differences between the original Gojira and G- Godzilla King of the Monsters, the Americanized version, are also fairly drastic. Like there, there's certain thing. Like it's basically. Like, they took a lot of the more, like, serious elements out of the original uh, Gojira, out of the American version. <clears throat> so I'm like, I, I feel like that might be, like, what's going on here. Like, but I, got, I gotta check and see, like, what edits or changes are, are different between, like, the original and the Americanized one. And then, yeah, I read that. I'm like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> There probably were. There probably were plot elements and scenes that were present in the original that got snipped out of the American one, just like uh, Godzilla, the original Godzilla did. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, now those are just um, lost. So we won't know. No. That sucks. Yeah. Thank well, you let, for unless... doing my, my research. <laughs> I just well, because what I did is I saw that. I, I did... I did... I guess I just didn't, I, I decided to go from the wiki when, when I click based, uh, cause uh, at the top where it says based on English version, the original ver- uh, version, Korean version is considered partially lost. I clicked on the eight. So I went straight to the citation. I skipped over the uh, article and went okay. straight to the site cause I wanted to research it in my own words. Right. So... Yeah. Hey, the perks of being a lazy researcher who just like pulls up the Wikipedia and the IMDb yeah. pages and like skims through it a little bit. <laughs> so I have to it put aside like off. twenty hours for research, though. Right. Yeah. But I 
you know, I just had a, I like, favorite part. Mm-hmm. Dancing Monster. Dancing Monster was fun. The the movie at past a certain point the or the movie really does just become the story of a giant monster who woke up one day went on a fucking bender danced the night away and then got um so much cocaine sprinkled over him that he he passed out and shit himself shit blood to death were you as disturbed by that as I was? The the movie ends with the monster shitting blood as it dies. I guess I really didn't... That is a hell of an image to leave off on. I... I just remember the little boy being like, Yeah, I know we had to kill him because he didn't <laughs> fit in, but like... He just wanted to dance. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just like, what kind of message is that, child? Yeah, that was also like, and all the adults are like, whatever, you little brat. Aren't you cute? (laughs) But, so they remade, uh, so there's a remake of this. I saw something. Mm -hmm. Young Gary. That looked that it could have been a remake. Mm hmm. And it was made in 1999. Mm-hmm. South Korean monster film is uh, directed by, <clears throat> uh, I think it's uh, Shim Hyung Rae mm-hmm. or Shim Hyung Rae. Uh, it's basically a reimagining of Young Gary. So it's a, a reimagining. Essentially, it's just uh, it's got uh, it's got Harrison Young in it, Donna Phillipson, Richard B. Livingston. Bryant Wells, Brad Sergi, Dan Cashman, and Bruce Cornwell in it. I don't know who any of those are, but apparently they're Western actors. I mean, yeah, I could have told you that. <laughs> Just based on the names, I was like, oh, so it's like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but it was, um... Oh, and it was released uh, in North America as Reptilian. Oh, all right. Yeah, first, for sure. a sec- for a second, I was I was like, wait, Rep- Reptilian? That was an older movie, but I'm thinking of Reptilicus, which mm-hmm. I believe was from the seventies, maybe the sixties, and was also a form of kaiju movie. Sixty one, Reptilicus was sixty one. Was that was that British or American kaiju? One of them. No, maybe not. Hold on. But um, the remake was considered the most expensive South Korean film produced at the time of its release. Oh. Mm-hmm. Danish-American. Reptilicus is Danish-American kaiju. That's the great thing about, like, kaiju, like, it's blown up. Like, it's, it's global. We got British kaiju. We got American kaiju. Hell yeah. They're all over the place. Oh, no, okay. I see why maybe it didn't blow up as big as it should have. Hmm. Um, CGI. It was pure Uh-oh. CGI. Yeah. Was it a they sci-fi original? No, they, so suits were produced and right. used during filming, but were replaced with CGI during post-production. Eh. I hate when they do that. Like, why are you going to go through all of that? And yeah. Just, 
paint over. Like, I can get if you do, like, what um, was done in Jurassic Park where it's a combo. Because sometimes that's needed. Sometimes yeah, I've seen, I've seen, like, blended, um, like, practical CG stuff in, in, like, Godzilla movies and what, like, more modern Godzilla mm-hmm. movies. And, like, for the most part, it works. Like, it's good. Yeah. Like, and I can see where it's necessary to get, like, a little bit more motion and action out of uh, that isn't really possible in a big huge cumbersome suit necessarily but yeah i mean i've seen i mean cloverfield i think was full cg monster but you don't see it that often Mm -hmm. so it works because it's it's mostly you just get glimpses and it's in dark shadows so it works in fact, like the the only parts of it that don't work are like the 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 like one or two shots where like they intentionally like give you a clear view of the monster. Because then it, then it looks that. yeah then it looks pretty campy. <laughs> but Fair. outside of that, it works. Um, trying to think. I mean, eh, I mean, it it depends. But yeah, no, do it in a suit. Someone in a suit, smashing models like that. Is, that is the kaiju way. Damn it! <laughs> well, I'm, I'm pretty sure Pacific, yeah, Pacific Rim was all CG too. Yeah, but like I think huh? actually, I I don't want to say that because I might be wrong. If Can anyone, if if anyone would not use CG in a kaiju movie, it would be Guillermo del Toro. But Guillermo doesn't always get what he wants. No, he doesn't. So I he so tries so hard. So so that might have been him caving. Or conceding on a point just to get the damn movie made. It's possible. Let's see. So. But to uh, if if Pacific Rim, as from what I can remember, it seemed like it was all CG monsters and robots. Like it still looked good. Oh yeah. No, I I, I am pretty sure development filming. I mean, Kong Skull Island, that's CG Kong. It looked good. Mm-hmm. Like, so it can it can work. It's just, you know. Nothing hits the same as somebody in a big rubber suit stomping on models. Like, it just doesn't hit the same. Yeah, it really doesn't. Oh, here's another, like, random plot element from Young Gary that, like, I kind of completely forgot about until we see the capsule floating through space at the end of the movie for some reason. Like, what the fuck was that about? (laughs) They needed him immediately to fly some urgent space mission, and it is never mentioned. Like, we never hear what he's actually doing, and it's never mentioned again, and has no discernible bearing on the actual plot of it like because going into space didn't summon the monster some random plane dropping some random bomb in near a mountain summoned the monster i think and i don't know what that was about either (laughs) that was another element that was just like like okay he's going into space and then there's just like a plane flying over a mountain. I'm like, he's not going. He's he's flying over a mountain to like do some test bombing thing, maybe. And it's like, no, he's he's in space. That was just like some random plane dropping a bomb somewhere. 
So what it was is it was well what that actually was and, yeah. and that's part of what's missing is it was um somebody was doing nuclear testing and okay. he was sent up into space to view it to see what kind of where they were hitting more clearly and stuff like that. Uh, so he was sent basically into like a low level low orbit, yeah. Yeah, low orbit orbit uh type thing. Um and uh, so what woke Yongiri was was the um, nuclear testing. It was the nuclear testing, yeah. yes, and that's why the earthquake started. Correct, which yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I, I drew that together, and also like being a Godzilla ripoff movie, it's like it's pretty easy to connect the dots if you're familiar with Godzilla. It's like okay, like man fucking with nature, nature getting pissed. Like it, it's a tale as old as time. Yeah, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. following. But it seemed like a very broad, at least the American dub seemed like a very broad strokes like it was it kind of forgot that like the fact that young gary gets a name Mm -hmm. like the monster like the like it went from like well we've had like unconfirmed reports that there might be a monster and then in the next scene like the tank guy pulls up or somebody pulls up and is like oh god it's young gary it's like when did they name him What the fuck? He's just a legend. I, I guess, but like there he's was a... no mention of like the the legend or anything like that. Like usually oh, there's yeah, there's there was. was there? Did I miss that yeah. too somehow? Yeah, so the the old so when they the guy comes back with the camera. Yeah. And they're looking at the pictures after. Yeah. And and he and, and you, you we can't see anything cuz it all looks like a hot mess, but I'm pretty right. sure that has more to do with the quality. Um, even though it's really not that bad. No. Um, it, it, they, it, he goes, that lizard thing, that's young Gary. And, you know, there was a little bit of fight back. And I think that's also maybe there's a little bit missing there. But the, but right. they're like, yes, I, I assure you, no, that's young Gary. And. Oh, I, I apparently like spaced out during that whole scene because I do not remember that dude dying. And I do not remember them having a conversation where the name of the monster comes up. I just remember seeing like the like uh, like the next scene like somebody names the monster and I'm like when did we establish this? <laughs> so okay. I must have just like completely spaced. Like maybe I was just so blown away at that point that like that dude came back after falling <laughs> down a cliff in a jeep and exploding. He he was alive at all and not burnt to a crisp and ripped into five pieces. I mean, like I I, I was kind that. of blown away by that. I'd, I'd look that, but I wouldn't fight with you. <laughs> that I was that stunned one. that I wasn't really paying attention to what was going on or being sad. All right. It's acceptable. That's fine. That's fine. Because we'll completely buy that's a giant monster smashing a real city. Don't buy that that dude lived. <laughs> now you've gone too far, movie. No. <laughs> it has been crossed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my granddad coming out of uh, the two towers. Uh, the, movie, the movie was really good until they got up to the truck, talking trees. That shit was too unbelievable. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the elves, the hobbits. Is that really what he said? Yes. That was that was his review of the two towers. He was like, it was good up until the talking trees, and then like that was just completely unbelievable. <laughs> like he was on board for everything else. He could not wrap his head around the concept of a talking tree. 
<laughs> you told me that before. I'm I'm almost a hundred percent positive. Oh, I'm sure uh, that's come up. I'm before. sure. I'm sure. But you want to know what? I'm I'm sorry. This is just a moment where I'm just gonna say I love myself and my short-term memory problems <laughs> because it then when you tell it, it's still freaking hilarious. I mean, it still is hilarious regardless mm. of how many times I hear it. But like, that's the line. That's the line. Like sometimes Graham. you just you just have that line. <laughs> and then the movie throws a talking tree at you and you're like oh, you know what i'm done you've lost me movie how dare you <laughs> for yeah, him no, it was talking no, no, trees no, for me it, for me it was the it was the dude falling down a cliff and exploding and then being fine in the next scene right. apparently <laughs> he's just like a little banged up you're like but he he's fine. fine he died apparently i missed that part because cause my brain had already accepted, well, I guess he's just dead now. And then, like, like Jesus, he returns. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Hold on. No, no, no. I saw, I saw what happened. This doesn't... So I was already out by that. I was just trying... It was, it, was it was a paradigm shift. It was a 180 Ooh, degree paradigm shift with no clutch. And I was just like trying to reallocate. So I just I just assumed he was fine <laughs> after that. Before I forget, because I do actually want to point it out, because I, I don't know if this will ever come up to where I will remember it. Mm-hmm. For Pacific Rim. Yes. I'm really proud of myself that I hung on to this for this long. Hey. Um um, it featured extensive miniature effect shots okay. by 3210 Studios under the supervision of ILM VFX producer Susan Greenhow uh, and John Knoll and Lindy DeQuato. Um, but it was shot using epic cameras on 3D rigs. The scenes were produced by 3210 quarter scale office building interiors. Uh, oh, which was destroyed by the fist of a Jaeger robot, which was on a separate pneumatically controlled rig, as well as a sequence, which several rows of seats in a soccer stadium being blown apart by Jaeger, by a Jaeger lands in the stadium, uh, which is also quarter scale. So, uh, yeah, no, so, they yeah, tried, where they effects. could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where well, there to, well, where <clears throat> Del Toro could get away with it. Yeah, he he used it, and that, that makes me really me. happy because yeah. I I am aware he does have to like. Yeah, like we talked about it on what Spook Show last month, where he wanted he wanted with the shape of water. He wanted to do it pure black and white, mm-hmm. uh, and like the studio was just like, "No, are you insane? We want to make money." <laughs> No one's going to pay for a black and white movie. Or not nearly as many people will pay for a black and white movie. But, right. Yeah. Um, but, but, Lee, no. I, I'm just a big fan of anything that, that uses the little miniatures. It just makes me happy. Oh, for sure. Um, but no, Monster That Dances? Great. Dancing Monster, it true. 10 out of 10. Did you feel bad for the um the mother character in this? 
Yes. Because at multiple at woman. multiple points, like ever, she just like systematically watches like everyone around her run off to go chase down this monster, and then they finally come back. And then five minutes later, they're like, I gotta go stop the monster. I'm gonna go too. Well, I have to go keep an eye on them. And she's just like, no, please stay. No, no, please don't, don't go. Yeah, no, actually, I think, because I, I, like, I watched this I one. I was like, oh, that's hilarious and sad. <laughs> that I poor fucking woman. One, right? I watched this one with Graham. <laughs> So, um, yeah, no, I I think I remember looking at her and going, my God, this poor woman. <laughs> but yeah, it's not even so much that young Gary dances. It's that, the, it's that, like, this is how wasted this monster is. This, I'm fully convinced that, like, young Gary is just, like, drunk off his ass the entire time. Because this monster doesn't just dance. This monster accepts a dance-off challenge from a child. I mean, like there's there's a there's a child kaiju dance off segment in this yes. movie. It's yes. wonderful. It is. That was a delight. I just I remember because like usually during the movies, I, I I won't lie, I I have to be doing something on the side that's like low level fidgety, right? And so like, but all of a sudden, like I looked away for like maybe a few seconds, and I'm listening. Mm -hmm. I look back over at him, and he's just laughing, and there's, like, this Cowabunga movie music going. And I'm just like, what the... I'm sorry. I had to pause and rewind a little bit to to make sure I understand how we got to where we were. Right. I still don't quite understand. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and, yeah, it didn't help that, like, the English dub, like, it's pretty... It gets pretty random in spots. Like, you can follow it. And have a good time with it, but like, there's def it definitely, like, this is why I had to. I'm like, this isn't my movie to research, but like, I got to do some research. And Midway through why? the movie, I'm like, I got to do some research and and look at this. Right. Um. But yeah, no, it's it definitely like jumps around, and there's definitely plot elements that are like clearly just missing, or, mm-hmm. or trimmed down to the point that it's it's hard to follow exactly what's going on but at the end of the day it's a kaiju movie so it doesn't really matter (laughs) because what it comes down to is giant monster smash thing (laughs) and giant monster did smoosh did giant monster did indeed smoosh he 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 chugged he he chugged chug the booze and then he did a dance off with a child (laughs) and then he passed out shat blood and died I cannot get over that shot. I was like, what is happening? I completely overlooked that apparently. I just like I just, he passes I saw out them powdering him. Yeah. Like I saw them and, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, so they're frosting the monster now. Got uh-huh, a frosted uh-huh. donut. Alright. And and then he like I turn away because I'm like, okay, this is yeah, I get it. You're sprinkling. Okay, mm-hmm. and the child is sad. Got it. All right, I don't really like watching the slow, systematic death of a guy. <laughs> let's let's speed this up a bit. And then I turn and look, and he's just dead. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? You guys, Frost, you gave him that. Di- you sugared him to death. <laughs> they did. That's, yeah. That's rude. And I was just like, and then the kids are just like, you know, at the end of the day, I know he didn't fit in. And I just kind of, <laughs> I'm like, child, what happened to your... <laughs> rambunctious thinking and you're rebellious 
<laughs> well, because <laughs> I mean, Young Gary was his rebellion buddy. Like, they were partying together. Like, they oh, were, it, at the end of the day, they symbolic... were just bros. Are you saying that it's a symbolic thing that Young Gary is the need to rebel and the child wanting to maybe stop it from running, ranging like a lot of terror is trying to control the rebellion, but also let it continue to soar free. And the fact that society wants to bring it down means that rebellion is unacceptable. No, I'm saying that young Gary is the literal representation of never let the party die. I'll take that one much better. <laughs> I was trying real hard to be like that, like hippie, like, yeah, no, you I know? was letting you go. Yeah. And yeah, no, I like yours. I can't be that complicated. <laughs> and it's just too much to keep track of. No, yeah, no officially there's... Young Gary, Young Gary, you invited, yo. You invited mm-hmm. to any party ever. The Rager, yeah. Yeah. The block party. No. Oh. No, I'm sorry. At that point we'd need it to be a city party. Yeah, a city block party. Province party? Yeah, something. Party yeah, that is like once young Gary passes out in like the river, like there is there is an explicit shot of the hindquarters of the monster and just blood flowing into the river. So like but like the way it's shot and the angle of it, like the blood is flowing from like right underneath his tail. So the only way I can interpret that is that he he is bleeding from his ass. I didn't realize Which I is probably he, one like, of the fully... most disturbing shots I've seen in a kaiju movie. I think my, my more my concern was is like I guess I didn't really fully understand that he was dead until the kid was crying about it. Right. Yeah, cause, and, and even when he starts he's like, please stop, like can't we let him live? And I'm like, Oh, is he still alive? <laughs> and they're like, like No, you like, idiot <laughs> Pour more cocaine on him. But like, I just I I I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm confused because like now see see you like how you thought the crash dude was dead, right? Right? Or was alive? Um, I well he was he just died again and I missed that bit. (laughs) Right, but I thought that young Gary just was passed out. Like I was like, right? There, there isn't. Come on. He'll be back. That is like... He's yeah, just well, gotta like, sleep is, it off. I was like, that is the most ridiculous way I have it is, honestly yeah, seen it, it is, a kaiju taken down. Yeah. And I mean, they did logic it up as to, like, why... They kind of logic it up as to why it worked. But it still was kind of the most insane they do as much thing. logic as they want. That doesn't mean I have to like it. Right, no, it was still, it was still kind of, it, it was like too easy, you know. Right. Like so many, so many of the, the kaiju movies, it's like, well, we tried this, let's try this, and like that fails, and then finally they have to like make some kind of like completely insane, uh, like new invent, like the oxygen destroyer to like finally, finally kill the thing. And even mm-hmm. then, it only works mm-hmm. for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Because they always keep coming back. Um, I don't think I really have much else to say about Young Gary. I mean, I enjoyed it. Nonetheless, yeah. like, I had a good no, time. No, I had a great time with it. 
it was Honestly, it was a nice like really classic era kind of kaiju film that, and one I had never seen before too, so that was cool. Right. No, I. No, I had a lot of fun with it. It was it was really cute. Um, I I liked it, even though I know it's missing like a good chunk of its story. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, it's a kaiju film, and I got to see Monster do things and Smash. So, I mean, it's already doing better than anything Gareth Edwards has put out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I will forever be salty about that movie. <laughs> that is like than I am. legitimate. That's actually like legitimate saltiness. My own legitimate saltiness at it. Like, you were reactionary, like immediately angry. Yeah. And then I just continue to sit on it and just go. Oh, you're letting it fester. I'm like, why did you, why did you turn my lizard into a bear? (laughs) Well, no, he's still a lizard. He's just an American lizard. So they had to make him fat. So that Americans could relate to him. Ow. Um, (laughs) And... Uh, I don't care that he's thick. That doesn't bother me. It's just, it's not got, and also like, good Lord, stop making it so much about the people or do better. Like actually watch a Godzilla. Well, get, I mean, give me more interesting people. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like if, if Brian Cranston's character had been like the main character throughout that entire movie, like I, I would have enjoyed it way more because his character is way more interesting than any of the other people. Right. <laughs> Yeah. We ain't here to talk about that one. Mm-mm. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> no, no. That's we an entire are... other can of worms. Um, I had on my sheet for Young Gary, which I realized I spelt wrong on my sheet and put you, Gary. <laughs> I'm not Gary. Um, I'm just, no, I'm just now reading that, realizing this. I don't know why it's you, Gary. Um, I can't even claim that it's because it's it's not even close. Yeah, no, No, it's, I mean, it's kind of like slight, it's like up, but like, no, it just, I think I, I think there's a distance. I don't have an answer for you. So (laughs) young Gary guys are just ends that have gotten drunk and fallen on their head. I'll take it. There you go. And and since young Gary is the party monster. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Um, So young Gary got favorite story for me. Um, I just really liked the little kid. He made no sense at times. But he had an epic dance battle. He did. Monster. Only... person like not even kid like only person i can think of that has engaged in a dance-off battle with the kaiju yeah i I can safely say i've never seen that happen before (laughs) and he'll we'll never know who actually would have won because the poor kid got torn away before that's right yeah so rude um but uh favorite poster was young gary um (laughs) I, I just, I don't know. I just really enjoyed the, um, the hyper color 
they they both had it, but I guess I just really enjoyed the 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 Korean layout of it. Right. Um. I don't know. It just pleased me. Pleased me more than Gamera for some strange reason. Yeah, it's probably because it was brighter. Now that I'm looking at both of them side by it's, side, it's yeah. more colorful. It's more color. I'm I'm shiny. It's a two. Yeah. Ooh, sparkle. Um, and then uh, it tied for comfiest movie because they're both. I mean, they're both giant monsters smushing and smashing things. Uh, most quotable. I put Young Gary mostly because it was in English. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. But. At the end of the day, in reality, I don't remember any quotes. Well, you remember, like, kind of the kid's monologue from the end, so. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll, I wouldn't be able to quote it for you, but yeah. Right. Um, And I got sleeper hit for me because, like, seriously, it makes no sense, like, a bit of the time. But it's it's a journey, and it's great, and you get to see monsters destroy miniatures, so, like... Yeah. <laughs> and yes, I said miniatures. Um, and then tied for favorite SFX because again, it's giant monsters destroying miniatures. I can't decide which one I like more. I like them all. <laughs> uh, and most entertaining was Young Gary because dance. Man, I'm gonna keep coming back to that dance. The dance off. Like. No, that was epic. I, I mean, they were both very entertaining, but Young oh, Gary yeah. was, was, was great. Um, yeah, what about you? Uh, it only got one from me. Scariest. Cause that because it... of the monster dying at the end. <laughs> that image of the monster shitting blood as it dies. I, I keep saying it. It's going to haunt me until my dying day. <laughs> Like, fuck me. I was not expecting that visual <laughs> from one of these movies. My cheeks. Huh? I said my cheeks. Ow. Your cheeks? Because <laughs> they keep laughing. <laughs> Your cheeks? Think of young Gary's cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> They're leaking blood, man. <laughs> Oh no! All right, <laughs> <laughs> and our next, our next move. Oh no! Our next movie. Yeah. Come on, you want to introduce it? Camera Guardian of the Universe from nineteen ninety-five. <clears throat> and apparently because I'm a wordy motherfucker, like, my, like I told everyone else like to do the intro, like the little movie lead-ins, like, you know, make it like a paragraph. Yeah, I did like a page. I, I basically did like a little monologue <laughs> for the movie. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> because I'm a you son of a you. bitch. But, uh, alright. This being the ninth Gamera flick, even though it's a reboot, you might need to know a few things about this kaiju hero in a half shell. The first thing you need to know is that Gamera is really neat. 
The second thing you need to know is that he is full of turtle meat. At least that was true for Gamera from the Showa era. The Gamera from the the Hasei era, I, I'm never going to be able to say that right, is still neat, but it's unlikely that he is full of turtle meat, as there are apparently no such thing as turtles in the Hasei era series, and as such, Gamera is never referred to as a turtle. In fact, this Gamera is very different in many ways from old Gamera. Old Gamera was aimed exclusively to appeal to kids, and as such got to do plenty of goofy stuff with kids. This Gamera is still fond of kids, but he's been going to the gym and pumping that iron and has come out the other side beefed up and ready to beat some ass. Not that old Gamera didn't throw down. He absolutely did. After his introduction in 1965, where he got to play the bad guy, much like his predecessor Godzilla did, he went full hero mode and roamed across the universe, fighting space aliens and giant monsters up to no good, and of course, there would always be a few kids around to get into serious trouble that would require the Mega Turtles' attention. But again, goofy, silly, child-friendly. Although, how the hell they can say Gamera vs. Gyron was made for kids when it featured probably one of the most brutal kaiju fights I've ever seen involving multiple full-limb amputations? I don't know. But it was great all the same. But again, that's old Gamera. New Gamera's got a serious streak to him, and he's got a badass streak to him, and that's by design. Director Shusuke Kaneko didn't want to make a Gamera movie. He wanted to make a Godzilla movie. When that opportunity fell through, he got offered Gamera, but he was going to do Gamera his way. Because, see, he didn't enjoy the old Gamera movies. He hadn't enjoyed them when he was a kid, considering them to be way too goofy. So he, he went into it using legendary Godzilla filmmaker Ishiro Honda as inspiration. Instead of a defender of children, he wanted no children. Something the studio fought him on, and he eventually compromised a bit. But the Godzilla influences ring true and are stronger in this iteration of Gamera than likely any of the previous films in the series. It's a fast-paced, action-packed thrill ride full of some great monster fights that both reintroduces the character and mythology of Gamera, while still keeping him just familiar enough to tug at the nostalgia strings. Gamera, Guardian of the Universe, is about a giant turtle fighting a flock of giant birds to keep said giant birds from taking over the world and turning everyone in it into gooey piles of bird shit. Came out on March 11th, 1995 and took in $6 million at the box office against a $4.5 million budget. It's part one of a trilogy of Gamera flicks from the 90s, and it holds the distinction for having a woman portray a kaiju for the first time ever in the role of uh, Gaius. So let's let's talk turtle meat. <laughs> or not turtle meat, as the case may be. He, di he, didn't he didn't want Gamera to be a turtle. So, and since you can't make Gamera not a turtle, he instead decided to set Gamera in a world where there are no turtles. So no one knows what a turtle is. Are you legitimately serious? That is, yeah, that is an accurate thing from this series. From from the '90s Gamera series, which I thought was amazing. That was asinine. <laughs> <laughs> so asinine. Oh my god. 
people are weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you want to talk getting creative? That's getting creative. That is. I want the 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 kaiju that is literally a giant turtle. I don't want people to think of him as a giant turtle. Mm-hmm. But I can't change like the visual design of him that much. So what do I do? You just remove turtles from the world. <laughs> and just don't mention it and don't call him a turtle. <laughs> like, I don't think, like, it, it's not, like, it's like a back-end thing where it's just, like, nobody calls him a turtle or thinks of him as a turtle. And the reason for that is because in this world, turtles don't exist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dispute it. I'm, right. Like, at this point, I'm, who am I? To dispute such a thing. Uh-huh. So it, I just didn't realize that, like, because I did no research, right, onto Gamera really, other than um, no, I don't think I did. Yeah, because this uh, is this is your first Gamera movie, isn't it? Yeah, I've never watched Gamera before. No, I didn't know that they're like you're sitting <clears> there and you're like multi limb, and I'm like, what the heck are you? Oh yeah, G- Gamera versus Gyron is it gets brutal. Like Gamera gets taken apart. <laughs> like, wow. like there's blood, there's there's missing limbs, and then there's kids sitting in the background watching it, going, "Oh, oh no, no, Gamera." You'll be okay, oh turtle God. friend. <laughs> no. I had a hard time paying attention a little bit to this one. Yeah. And I don't know why, but I did. Did he shoot rockets out of his booty and fly? No. He okay. retracted his limbs and the the limb holes became... You know, it started breathing fire and turning into rockets, and then he spun around really fast. Okay. Because right. that is how the Gamera do. That's okay, how, that's how you do sure. the flying. I missed that. Or I guess he's got two methods of flying. Like, he can do that, and, like, that's super fast, like, spinning turtle UFO flying. And then I think he can also just retract his legs and, like, fire mm. from there. And, and, like, shoot out. You know, it would make sense around. to have both be an option. Yeah, he's versatile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got to get somewhere quick. <laughs> he just starts spinning. Yeah. <laughs> and then. He becomes like a flaming frisbee of death. <clears throat> oh, my God. No, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Like, it was wild seeing... Because, again, like, I... I Love the hell of the old Gamera movies, but they are, they're, they're very, like, like, Godzilla in, like, the 60s and 70s got kind of goofy. Like, mm-hmm. as nothing compared to, like, the, the, the cheese fest that are the Gamera movies. Right. Um, and, and just also just very, like, the stories and, like, the characters and everything, like, very clearly aimed to mar- be marketed to children. Because mm-hmm. the, the, like... Like Godzilla movies, like there's main character, like the main characters are typically adults. In mm-hmm. Gamera, the main characters are almost exclusively kids <laughs> that get into trouble. Oh god! And suddenly they're kid, they're kidnapped off to like Planet X, and only Gamera and Gamera has to like suit up and go get them before the aliens like scoop out the children's brains for some reason. Oh god! Um, 
So it was cool seeing a Gamera movie that was like a little bit more serious in the way that like a Godzilla like a Godzilla movie from that era is more serious. Mm-hmm. Um like still campy and fun, but like a little bit a little bit more like it had a little bit more edge to it. And Gamera isn't just like the this like goofy uh Kind of, kind of, like Gamera in this is like he's a badass. <laughs> like he just comes in to like fuck shit up, uh, which was cool mm-hmm. to see for me. I I think I was I was very confused. I thought that we were watching the original, even though I knew what year and I watched the correct right, one. Right, yeah. <laughs> I watched the correct one. We established that. But I went into this expecting it to be the very first camera, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like 60s. Yeah. And I was so very confused because I'm like, wait, where are the children? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was so lost. And I think that's why I'm just really confused about what happened in the movie. <laughs> Because I was expecting one thing, and I think my brain was just so hardcore expecting this one thing. (laughs) And it wasn't that. And I'm just like, did I watch the right? (laughs) I I would screwed everything up. I'm like, I'm so very confused right now. I thought... I don't know what I think anymore. Like, like my, my, my... Knowledge of what I thought Gamera was was shooketh, which granted was not very much other than he flies and spins and Mm -hmm. children love him. Yeah. I didn't even think he was a turtle because of the tusks. I just thought he was like some... some Well, in this one, he's not a turtle. (laughs) Right, but I mean... (laughs) He can't be a turtle because turtles don't exist. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh oh hello god oh hello oh what happened oh you were just very quiet for for a long time oh sorry i i was i was still laughing oh i guess the mic just wasn't picking it up um so yeah, I, so like that that detracted from like your ability to enjoy it because you were just very confused that it wasn't from the sixties. I, I and I'm kind of disappointed in myself for that that I couldn't get like past that. Right. Like because I was I just sitting there the entire time like just like looking at it and then like I can't tell you the amount of times I kept double checking the the spoop Discord. Right. To like double check and make sure I had picked the right one and that I was looking at the right places to where it was located. And I was like, no, I'm on Voodoo. Yeah. No, you watched <laughs> the right one. I and picked I'm the like, one from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm just sitting there the entire time and I'm like, is there other. And I didn't bother to Google at all this entire time. Wait, so you and were under like, the impression you were you were like, wait, I thought Gamera was from the 60s, this is from the 90s, and you were like, wait, am I just wrong? Was Gamera just originally from the 90s the whole time? Yes! Oh no! <laughs> yes. Apparently I should have been way clearer about like what this movie was. 
Because I knew this. I knew all this going in. It's not not I knew it was 90s Gamera, and I knew it was, like, kind of a reboot. Like, I knew that going in. Apparently I should have been clearer. I figured I figured it wouldn't I figured it wouldn't be confusing because it was a reboot, but apparently that just broke you. I'm just literally sitting there and like you know that gif that goes around where it's the woman's face and like all the numbers are competing oh, in yeah. front of them. That <laughs> yeah. was me while I was watching this. I'm like, what the hell did I do? What have I I'm pretty sure Gamera also started in the 60s, but this is the first one. There's no <laughs> two after it. I did not, because I was like, no, he's going to do the research. Yeah. I just apparently didn't even bother to Google anything. About oh, no. Yeah, apparently I should have been clearer about that. <laughs> was so stuck on that all of a sudden honestly it's not anything because honestly we could do the same thing like next month and i probably wouldn't have the same issue i think i was just so set in my knowledge your knowledge that you you didn't have and didn't bother checking i'm not saying it's valid this this knowledge that i made up and didn't bother confirming it didn't match up. Uh, all right. Well, I didn't know I was doing co-hosting this show with Twitter, but okay. No. You're, you're, you're hosting this podcast with me. Oh no. No. It's- understand how i i was just so i'm so stubborn (laughs) apparently like i think specifically what you said was that movie looked really good for being made in the 60s and i'm like um what (laughs) hold on are you talking about young gary no camera uh i think there might be a problem here I think some wires might have gotten crossed. Right, and that's why I think I thought I was wrong, and that's where the, like, the the, the math floating in front of my face came in. Because I went like that, and I was like, I thought it came out in in the 60s, and then you're just like, no, it's the 90s. And I'm just like... The first camera. I I did it in all. In, I did that part in my head. I'm like, oh my god, this is the first. You for you, you you forgot remakes were a thing, <laughs> or reboots were a thing. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you. I just. Hi, I'm Neffy. <laughs> Sometimes I do really weird things. So, I mean, for a movie that was made... <laughs> for a movie. For a movie. For a movie that was made in the 60s, I think. It looked amazing. <laughs> it was amazingly modern. Like, holy crap. What? My cheeks. Young Gary's cheeks. No. Never forget. 
Never uh, forget young Gary's uh, <laughs> But, um, yeah, so for a movie that was made in the 60s, but came out in the 90s. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not what happened either. <laughs> No, for the 90s reboot of Gamora, uh-huh. um, I, I had it. <laughs> I'm so beautiful. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, I had a good time watching a giant turtle fly around. Because, mm. uh, well, I'm sorry, not a giant turtle. I'm yeah, no, turtles don't exist. What are you talking about? A giant What's thing. What's a turtle? <laughs> a giant thing that has a shell. Yeah. So he's clearly a mollusk. Probably. Um, no, maybe he's, a crayfish. He's an atoll. He, they oh, established no. that many times. He is a hermit crab. So he could be a hermit crab. giant hermit crab. Spins around in a shell and attacks a giant Rodan? Is that the one I'm thinking of? He's Gaius is very Rodan. Is very Rodan esque, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. More triangular head, but yeah. Wait, I have a question. Now that I'm like kind of looking at the wiki, Mm -hmm. um, it's it's been distributed by Toho. Right. Toho also distributed Godzilla. Right. Distributed by, but not produced by. Gamera uh, is owned by, um, crap. It's a different company. Nippon Television or, uh, Hakuhoto? Uh, or, uh, no, Dei Film? It, yeah, it's the, the last, Dei. Is that yeah. how you say it? Yeah. yeah. I they, could be they, saying they, it wrong, they, that's just how I'm going. Yeah, they, they own Gamera, but Toho is big. As I understand, like Toho is a very big uh, studio. They're, I think they're basically so. like the um, Disney of Japan. Could be. Well, because Disney is Disney. Disney is um, Disney. Disney is probably the Disney of Japan. Come Her- to think of uh, it. Warner Brothers. Uh, I mean, no, at the very least, Warner in Brothers this case, isn't what it <clears throat> used to be. Yeah, at the very least, in this case, like Toho did the distribution, but like distribution is not ownership. Like that's just like a distribution deal to put the movie out in like theaters and and um, possibly, but not necessarily like home video. Uh, that, mm-hmm. That's what the distribution process is, but uh, not necessarily like ownership of the film or the characters. Mm, okay. Weird though, like that's isn't that counterproductive to produce, or I mean to um, distribute your competitors' films? Uh, no, because I'm sure they got paid. Hmm? You you get paid to distribute, yeah. Or, yeah. or or you get some like you get like a cut of the profits, like something like like they're getting paid to perform that service. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Which, I mean, that that's just, like, that, that's not even, like, a Japan thing. Like, that's just a filmmaking thing. Um, which, that's what, like, a lot of, like, like um, 
film festivals, like, that's, like, a lot of, um, the motivating factor of, like, getting into film festivals is to um. get your movie seen by potential distributors so it can then, it can then get purchased and, um, shown to a wider audience. Which is why mm. why certain festivals like Cannes and I'm blanking Sundance. on the Sundance, thank you, and SXSW, like why they're such like big thing because that's where where like new movies get shown that don't have distribution yet necessarily, mm. and they they want to get their movies into those festivals because that's where like the the Hollywood studio distributor agents like that's where they go and watch stuff. To potentially pick up to get released by, you know, Sony or whoever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or you can go the very risky route of self-distribution, where you keep all all the rights. You don't have to like necessarily pay anything, and uh, but you take all the risk of like what what if the movie doesn't make it? You got to pay to get into the theaters. Like one mm-hmm. by one, and if if you don't make money, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, but you're fucked. Um, if it doesn't make money, you're fucked either way. Because if your movie do- if your movie does get picked up for distribution and doesn't make money, then the studio wants nothing to do with you ever again. Because clearly, yeah. people don't want to pay money for your movie. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all a mess of beans. It it really is. It's it's all it's all very convoluted and silly. Mm-hmm. But um Yeah, I'll admit my brain was real caught up on the fact that this was a sixties movie, but it wasn't sixties. I just remembered that there was a really key scene where um two of them are talking and they're talking about Gaius, which I uh I catch the names apparently of the, you know, the kaiju pretty decently. Mm-hmm. There we go. <clears throat> so, uh, Gaius are genetically engineered. Yes. And they reproduce asexually. And I was like, right? Holy cow. They can change sexes at will. Like, yeah. No, so, so reading on this, like, the director was. Apparent, like era, like at every stage, would like okay, how would Ishiro Honda do it to like emulate the classic Godzilla films? But when I was watching it, I was like, there's so much like kind of not stolen, but like so much inspiration that I saw taken from Jurassic Park. That being a key like plot point that I'm that I'm like, oh, you yeah. mean like in Jurassic Park? <laughs> Right, but also just like like when they're on the island and like they're going through the jungle, like a lot of those shots, I'm I'm like, this looks like it could come from Jurassic, like a Jurassic Park movie. Like it's beautiful. So it's, it's like beautifully shot. See, I wasn't even thinking um, about Jurassic Park because, but it was giving me very hard like J- Jurassic Park vibes. Because I thought this was a '60s movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's also why I was really blown away because genetic engineering. An asexual reproduction? In a sixties film? What the hell? Sitting there and I was like, I am I am just watching this and they're talking <laughs> about rampant pollution and 
like it's going super and i'm like oh my god these they're so futuristic wow it's so modern (laughs) (laughs) whoa how do they know what asexual reproduction i was so hung up on that for like a solid five minutes i'm like this movie from the 60s also the shot of her digging through the 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 bird shit (laughs) like that was to me that was straight out of jurassic park too i I literally was like that is one big pile of bird shit well now that you mention it yes (laughs) like and she just like puts on gloves and just dives in there i'm like she really did while while the cop is standing just behind her like looking a little grossed out i'm like that's that's (laughs) literally like a shot straight from jurassic park you can't tell me that movie didn't inspire you in some way. Not that I'm complaining. No. But yeah, no, I really loved her character, the the uh, the bird scientist lady. She was great. Right, I adored her. She was. She was a treasure. Yeah, she I just was. like she was just like going full force. Like I'm gonna go into the jungle and find this giant bird. And then she right? just hijacks the helicopter. She's like, fly towards the bird. The cops like, are you insane? We have no weapons on this thing. It's gonna eat us. And she's like, yeah, we'll eat other people if we don't do it. Ram the helicopter into the bird. Yeah, I know. She was. She like, was a. Fuck, she was she's a queen. Amazing. She was a queen. This is also a movie where I realized, you know, being an extra in a kaiju movie, like, it's got to be some great cardio. Like, all the scenes of the people evacuating, like, just kind of running along. Like, that's got to be some great cardio work. Oh, yeah. You you want, like, that's the exercise routine I want. I just want to be, like, a routine, regular extra in a kaiju movie where it's just crowds of people, like, Kind of running away and looking a little uh, freaked out. <laughs> I can do There's that. No actual danger. No, <laughs> I can do that. So, in, so what you're telling me is, in order to get you to run with me, well, I even, just no, need to not tell you necessarily the running segment, but like the okay. the segments where they're like kind of lightly jogging, they're like speed walking. Because the monster isn't, like, right there, but, like, they're like, okay, everybody evacuate, and it's just, like, the crowds of people just kind of, like, hurrying along. <laughs> like, I'll be in those scenes. <laughs> I don't necessarily want to do the running bits. Like, that's t- too much. What did I say? Kaiju gonna get you app. Yeah. <laughs> the latest in exercise technology. Oh, yeah! No, I love the uh, the monster fights in this one too. Like, even even though he was trying to like take you know classic Gamera out of Gamera, like the fact that the studio fought him on that, I'm actually kind of happy with that because like the the segment of like Gamera showing up, like they're stuck on the bridge. Mm-hmm. And Gaius is, like, coming for him. And, like, he shows up and starts fighting. And then, like, goes out of his way to, like, shield them from the blast. I'm like, that is such a Gamera move. Like, that's, like, the the unique, like, 
personal like kaiju to human relation interaction that like Gamera was kind of known for. So to see that modernized and still presented in such a way where like he's an absolute like badass. Right. But he still does these things. Like he still has that character trait of being like because like Gamera is 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 different from Godzilla in that way. Like Godzilla can go good or bad because Godzilla is is he is a defender, but he is a defender of the earth. Not necessarily human beings. Right. Um whereas Gamera is specifically a defender of human beings, specifically kids. He's he's like he's like the um he's like the family uh, like the big fluffy uh family dog who like plays with the kids all day, but if like one person ever like even looked at them wrong, like that dog would turn vicious so fast and fuck some shit up. Right. To protect the kid. Like that's Gamera. So to see okay. that that element like kind of modernized and, and like transplanted where it's like he's still like kicking serious ass but he goes out of his way to like jump forward and like shield them from danger i was like that's so cool <laughs> that's such a cool moment <laughs> uh and then yeah like the fact that the the the, the moment like when when gamera grabs guy the last guy us and like rides it up into space almost and then gaios carves off its own hand to get free and fly off and Gamera just, just drops like a damn stone right. into the refinery and ex- like there's a shot there of Gamera's face where you just see this expression of like ah shit <laughs> <laughs> and then the long shot of just Gamera dropping everything explodes i'm like oh my god that's incredible (laughs) and then the fact that the showdown between them literally comes down to like a literal like old west style gunfight right where they're just facing off and they each take a shot at the same time (laughs) like fuck yes i love that uh so yeah no i i had so much fun with this it just—it's satisfying. Yeah, me I mean, so I had I had fun, you know, thinking it was a '60s movie. Yeah, I imagine that would be quite the trip. <laughs> it really was. I I honestly wish I could give you the experience that I had. Yeah. Um. It's. I'm not even mad. <laughs> I'm just very. You're confused. just disappointed. <laughs> just very confused by my brain <laughs> that's that's probably what it comes down to <laughs> yeah i think that's why when you when you told me that you had that 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 was what happened i was like i can totally see being utterly confused like if like if you get to the point where like you start watching it and like it's obviously not a 60s movie but for some reason you just keep buying that it's a 60s movie somehow like yeah no that would be confusing as shit (laughs) in so many ways and like my brain just was like full on hardcore just not no stop like not a 60s movie it's just 
It's just a it's just a remake. Mm -hmm. But like it's a it's not a remake remake. It's just a re-release. No. <laughs> yeah, that's where my brain that's how my brain justified it. Oh, okay. So yeah. you thought they just like took it from the sixties and like made it HD shiny and then put it out again, like like the Star Wars trilogy released in the nineties with the the special edition. Kind of. Yeah. I still thought it was like the first one. I just still also thought I was wrong about it being in the 60s <laughs> and just that it had a 60s vibe to it even though it really didn't no yeah, my, not really listen <laughs> there is no justification for why that happened um mm -hmm. needless to say gave me a very interesting point of view yeah and I will have to rewatch it with the proper <clears throat> yeah <point of> <laughs> Yeah, maybe this maybe maybe now you need to go back and watch like the original Gamera that's right? actually from the sixties. <laughs> and and then rewatch this one and be like, oh, okay. Word. <laughs> uh, yeah, it got it got everything else from me. Kill, story, poster, comfiest, quotable, sleeper. Music, special effects, most entertaining. Got most quotable for, and I, and I wrote the line down. Uh, but, but yeah, when the, when, um, I'm just going to call him evil Ian Malcolm. Cause like mm -hmm. he had, he, his, his dr dress and his like tinted glasses, he looked like Ian Malcolm, but like he was evil kind of. <laughs> And, like, his whole thing, he just wants to, like, catch the, the rare birds and, like, display them. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, still railing hard on that. And then it's, it's like, it could be, like, the Japanese ibis. And then the, the other dude is, like, the ibis doesn't eat people. I'm like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't know. So, something about that line, it just got me. I was like, fuck. <laughs> He right though. He right though. Ibis don't eat people. <laughs> that we know of anyway. Uh so yeah, that's that's why I got most quotable for me. I also love the the, the younger girl who becomes attuned to Gamera when she gets in the cab and she's like, Take me to go see Gamera. And the cab driver's like no, man, there's a blockade. Like, I can't take you to, like, the mountain. Like, they have it blocked off. And he's like, and she's just like, yeah, but, like, I really need to go. <laughs> and he's like, oh, all right. <laughs> Which was such a quick turnaround, but then it becomes perfectly obvious as to why it was such a quick turnaround when he smashes through the, the military blockade. Right. Because because then he's like, I always wanted to do that. It's like, it had nothing to do with, like, she convinced him of, or of anything. It's just, she was asking him to do it, and at first he was like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. And then the thought crossed his mind. He's like, I could smash through a blockade at high speed. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm crossing something off the bucket list today. Let's go, child. I'm taking you to the mountain. <laughs> That's that's how I'm logicking that in my in my head as to why he actually changed his mind so quickly and with such little provocation. 
<laughs> it had nothing to do with her. He just really wanted to ram some barriers. <laughs> the true dream. <laughs> the true dream. He lived his dream. <laughs> He's like, no, I haven't stood up for anything my entire life. I'm standing up for this. Uh, but no, yeah, I'm excited. Like, I, I want to see the other two now. <laughs> I did like that this one was kind of a standalone with, like, a little bit of a hint of, like, no, Gamera will return if we need him. And it's like, yeah, of course, because yeah. he's Gamera. <laughs> but, like, it's 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 great as, like, a standalone, too. Like, there wasn't really, like, aside from that, there wasn't really any, like, sequel baiting. Other than, like, yeah. other than, like, Oh, uh, there could be other Gaia eggs like laid all over the damn world. They might come back. Like aside from that, which right. that's just like whatever. Like like it stands as a standalone like reboot of Gamera. Like it's perfect just as a singular movie. But I do really want to see what they did with the other two because I love this one. <laughs> I will have to rewatch it before I can give an honest opinion yeah. on it. <laughs> Sorry, I have Gray, and she is being Gray. Well, she 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 was snoozing on me, mm-hmm. and um, and then she started licking me all of a sudden, and I'm just oh. like, "Hi, yes." Oh no! I'm like, "Hi, yes, thank you." Alright, um... That's that's all I got. I gave it... I gave it... Um, favorite kill? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was probably more... Le- it was less that it was my favorite kill. Um, and more that it just... It was my favorite moment that I could... I guess I, I, I took it as a death of... A part of the Geos. <laughs> I really did enjoy that look on Gamera's face when he was just fallen. <laughs> it was so good. He's just like, he spits out the hand and he's like, oh, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> like, also, the Gamera, going... like, uh, I do have more on Gamera because I forgot to mention, but like the Gamera suit and like the eyes, I loved how animated the eyes were. Right. Like they were just big and they were rolling around and stuff. Like he had so much personality. Because of that. You really like, did, yeah. It. Sorry. No, you're really... no, no, you're good. I was just thinking on it. I'm like, yeah, you're right, you did. Mm. Um and then uh he got favorite music for me. And I'm trying to remember why. Oh, because the music was banging in this. Yeah, I think this, that's this, what it was. I think it like because I can't recall right now. Score. And it was very make... present. Yeah, I, I think it was more like I didn't, I knew I liked it when I watched it. Right. But apparently I didn't make any really good notes about it. Right. I, just, I mean, I, yeah, I just, neither did I. I just, I remember when yeah. I was watching it, I was like, fuck, this music slaps. Um, And then it tied for favorite FFX, because again, as I said before. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with a giant monster smashing some miniatures. Oh, yeah. 
But that that was all I gave it because nobody got scariest movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I, I had to, I had to reach a little bit for scariest this month, but thankfully, you know, Young Gary's cheeks delivered. Uh, I always get this wrong. What do we do? Like the 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 ranking stuff next, or do I do the ba no? I do the base scores last with the other points, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So ranked, um, and then our custom category for this month, which is favorite showdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, ranked for me, Gamera, then Young Gary, and same for favorite show. I mean, the showdown in Gamera was literally two kaiju monsters engaging in an old west style duel. Favorite showdown. Young Gary shitting himself to death. Also pretty good. But also very sad. Oh. <laughs> and, and and very disturbing. So that, that was second for me. And uh, I'm sure you're like, why is this her favorite yeah, showdown? Yeah, you, you flipped it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm curious <laughs> to hear the logic behind why it was favorite for you. So... Ranked movies was Young Gary and Gamera. Um, mm. So, it, I, again, I need to rewatch Gamera. It, it's because you were so confused by Gamera. <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, but I, um, I, I just really enjoyed, like, the silliness of Young Gary. Like, it, it made me, I don't know, it, just, it, it gave me that same feel-good that, like, Godzilla does and, mm. and all that. So, um... And Gamera got second because I was confused. Mm. Um, and then favorite showdown. The reason why Young Gary got favorite showdown is because like you didn't say it had to be the end showdown. That's true. There the dance off. I'm I didn't sorry, consider there was the, the dance, dance off. off. That instantly won. I did not consider the dance off. Yeah, I did. So that's why Young Gary. All right, won. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. Well, base scores. Uh, mostly, mostly kills. Uh, I get a little creative with 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 it a little bit. Uh, Young Gary eleven kills, uh, which was dispersed as such. Were were five actual like peoples, oh. but he also smashed two tanks. So I had to do like a quick bit of guesstimation math. And determine how many people are in those tanks, uh, and I determined that probably three, like a like a uh, captain, a pilot, and a gunner. You could go as high as four because I thought later, like uh, the person who like reloads the shells for the gunner. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, but I, I just I you know I was like three seems fair for a tank, a man tank, and he smashed two of them. That we saw. So plus six for the two tanks for a total of 11. One instances of uh, alcohol consumption. The, uh, the guys at the, at the restaurant who refuse to evacuate because they're just drinking and eating everything in sight. Which was hilarious. The fact, like, they were acting like that. I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, the, the monster's coming, but they're just going to, like, pig out because the monster's coming. And this is how they're choosing to deal with it. No, at that point, they had no idea that the monster was coming. The owner of the establishment and the, and the crew are evacuating, and they're like, the monster's coming, we have to go. And they're like, nah, fuck it. 
We're going to stay here and eat and drink. Um, so they were just behaving that way before they knew there was any danger, which I love. Uh, but yeah, the, one, one of them, was, I saw one of them chugging a beer. So plus one for that. Um, and then Gamera was 15 kills, including uh, one icky icky pile of, of bird poop. Which probably had more than one person in it, but it confirmed the effects of a singular person were found in it, so I only counted it as the one. Uh, and then also one instance of alcohol consumption. Somebody was drinking a beer in one of the scenes. Uh, but that was, that was it for that. So, Yangari, base score 12. Gamera, base score 16. And then, and then as far as our points... Are concerned, Young Gary, Monster from the Deep, got 70 points, and Gamera, Guardian of the Universe, got 95. So pretty hey. close. Yeah, pretty actually. Close. Pretty close, especially considering, like, I gave Gamera pretty much every point. Yeah. Or, like, the most points I could, and it's still pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. But those points don't mean nothing, really, because uh -uh. next month you get to pick. And, and uh, yeah, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Um. So my choice for the month of April will be urban legend horror. Yeah. My pick will be the 1980 film Alligator. Oh shit. I almost picked that one. <laughs> I I literally almost picked that one. And I was I was like, nah, I kind of want to save that for Killer Alligator Month, but or Killer Reptile or whatever, like one of those. <laughs> but okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Like I'm not telling you what you can or cannot pick. I'm excited to watch Alligator. I, I literally watched it not too long ago, but I, I, I'm going to have a lot of fun rewatching it. Um, <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, I've, I've seen Alligator and uh, I can't stand it. It's just, it's not a good movie. Oh, God. <laughs> it's the worst movie ever. Mm -hmm. No, I fucking love it. Um, I'm going to go with La Llorona. From 2019, yeah. and because there was apparently an entire like crop of La Llorona flicks from like the last few years, this is the one directed by. Uh... Yeah, okay, that, that is a why. Uh, Jero Bustamante, which I may be pronouncing wrong, but yeah, that it, one it, that may which be, is, which is apparently the good one. <laughs> Because there was a lot of cheap, low-budget ones that are not good. But this mm -hmm. is, as I understand it, this is the good one. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was, I see, I wanted to, like, I was debating between Alligator and, um, it's, it's, uh... It's pronounced teka teka teka, uh, oh, which yeah, is, is Japanese. That. Yeah, it was Japanese. But and then I was also like, but there's the new Candyman. And then I was like, but then I was that also one was like, also tempting, right? And then I was like, but there's <clears throat> also Candyman too. 
True. And I was like, oh, but then there's also the 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 new uh, scary toy. Can I change my choice? Sure. Scary stories to tell in the dark. <laughs> that one was also tempting to me because I like, forgot. I completely like, oh, forgot yeah. about it. Sweet. So so next month I get to cross a movie off of my personal movie watching goal, which is to watch as many horror movies from as many countries as I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Which is La Llorona, which was uh, produced in part in uh, Guatemala. Uh, which this will be my first uh, Guatemalan horror movie. Uh, and then I also get to cross something off the list of stuff in my collection I haven't sat down and watched yet. <laughs> yeah! Which is scary I'm like, stories I want to watch Alligator, but also at the same time, like, I've oh, been don't worry. to watch scariest stories if we, to if tell we, in the dark. If we do, like, killer reptiles, killer, killer gators, mm. um, like, killer, killer animal... Like any of those, like especially on Spook Show, because I I feel like I'm I'm curious to see what Kettle and Fish would think of Alligator as well. Like it's it's on my short list of stuff to pull. So Fair. if you don't get Fair. to it, I will. <laughs> At some point, Alligator will be chosen. <laughs> but all right, so. La Llorona and the scary stories to tell in the dark for Urban Legends Month. Mm -hmm. On the spoop. <laughs>